What's going on? Welcome to Move Fast, Lift Heavy podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, co-host of Move Fast, Lift Heavy pod. Welcome. Thanks again for joining. If you've liked the pod and you haven't rated it or subscribed or leave a comment, uh, please do so. It'd be greatly appreciated. Just help us spread the word on our podcast here at MFLH. If you haven't checked out the website yet, go to movefastlifttheavy.com. You can check out all things fitness apparel and fitness in general, whether it's our gym in Long Island or our uh, online training program um, where you can train exactly like our founder, Christian Harris, and be led by his coaching staff and himself on a daily basis using an online training app. So check us out, movefastlifttevy.com, or just check out the description of this episode. All right, let's bring on the man. Founder of MFLH, co-host of the pod, Christian Harris. What up? What up? What up? How we doing? How we, I'm well. I'm well. It's Thursday. Just had a little Thursday. brunch, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thursday's International uh, Active Recovery or Rest Day. Did you? Uh, somewhat. Somewhat. I've been doing a couple different things lately um i had a little zone zone two ride this morning okay uh still trying to recover from covid still dying yeah and then i uh did part of our bodybuilding track that's coming soon i did the back day okay all right yeah Yeah. i've been enjoying um that bench press work we've been doing within our strength section so uh that's been nice good good old pump I actually combined uh, Thursday and Friday's session today because I'm getting some tattoo work done down here in Miami. Okay. So I'm getting all red. You know, you can't can't sweat too much or work too hard with that fresh tat. So I'm trying to squeeze in my training for the week. Smart thinking. (laughs) All right. Well, no one's here to hear me talk. So let's have you and uh, our next guest start chatting it up. Why don't you bring on our uh, our guest for this episode? Yeah, so our next guest, um, young fella, he's got a lot of life in the sport. He's a multiple games team athlete. Um, I think the COVID year kind of did him dirty a little bit um, with his game spot individually. He's also on the demo team this year. I know him from Grid originally. I'd like to bring out our next guest. His name is Tola Morquino. Hey guys, what's going on? What's did I on? say that right? It was very close. What did I miss? <laughs> Morakinho. What did you say it for us? Morakinho. Morakinho. Oh, Morakinho. Yeah. So it's, see, I'm going off yeah. of what what the uh, CrossFit Games announcers say, and I'm. It's a uh, you know lifetime of sports. I've heard it all different kinds of ways. So uh, Morakinho seems to be the consensus that people can get pretty close. So we let it slide. All right. Well, now I know. Maracanio. <laughs> Maracanio. If you know, you know. You heard it here first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maracanio sounds more aggressive, anyways, like more warrior-like. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what's What's your background? Uh, I'm half Nigerian and half uh, ca- Caucasian. Okay. Right. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> my grandparents on my mom's side are from uh, Canada, and my dad is straight off straight off the boat. Okay. Yeah. Now, is that where your last name comes from? Yeah, yeah. Full name is Nigerian, so Akintola Marakinyo. So that's kind of like my family name in there, yeah. Have you been back to the motherland? Ooh, he has not yet. He will be going hopefully soon. It's uh, it's going to be quite an adventure when I get it planned. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard great things, so. It's uh, quite the place <clears throat> to hold, I've heard. Hmm. Where are you from? What's your background? I am quite the mutt. I did one of those ancestry things. Uh, you want to do one of those? Yeah, uh, two years ago, and I've got crazy roots everywhere. Um, African, like a bunch of different spots in there, Cameroon, uh, Bantu people, um, but then also um, European Jew, um, Polish, there's a little bit of Russian in there, there's all sorts of stuff, Spaniard, yeah. I feel like everyone should do one of those just to see like what they're really, uh, what they really got in there. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people would be interested and probably surprised for sure. Definitely, definitely. Um, so I kind of want to just get the people to know you, your background, how you got started in CrossFit and fitness in general. Um, I remember the first time I saw you was during Grid. Mm. You were one of the very few athletes at the time that was able to snatch 300-plus pounds. But the other thing that really um, – drew me to you was your gymnastics ability um you know you were doing butterfly muscle ups and and you know all the uh all the sorts all the cool stuff and um not only that you were maybe what 18 19 at the time i think i had just turned 19 a few a few months before yeah yeah so very young athlete in the field and you have all the crazy accolades in terms of your stats um, from an individual standpoint. So it's super impressive what you've been able to, to do um, from grid up until now. Um, talk to us about how you got involved in fitness and Yeah, grid CrossFit. was the starting point for my CrossFit fitness journey, so to speak. Um, I was always an athlete. I did gymnastics when I was uh, young. So that's where that came from, uh, five to 10. And then I kind of transitioned into more traditional sports. I always played soccer when I was younger, but I got into football and wrestling uh, in middle school. And then kind of just kept doing that through, through high school. Ended up pole vaulting. A, a family friend of ours was a track coach and he had told my mom basically since I was five that he was going to have me pole vault. So I, I got to do some some pole vaulting in high school as well. So just kind of a, a little bit of everything uh, th through and up until college. Um, from there, I, uh, I wrestled at West Virginia Tech. It's a university in, in West Virginia, obviously. Uh, kind of a uh, – feeder school to WU, for lack of a better term, kind of like, uh, I'm from Maryland, so we have University of Maryland, we got UMBC, which is University of Maryland, Baltimore County, like kind of like that. Uh, but separate sports teams, and um, it was an experience. Uh, West Virginia is quite the place. I don't know if you've ever been there, 
it's uh, not a lot going on. Um, but I wrestled there for a year and a half and then ended up deciding that uh, I just wasn't on a path, path that I was happy with. Um, dropped out, went home after my first semester, which would be like middle of the year, January. So I <clears throat> turned uh, just turned 19 at that point. And I was introduced to CrossFit a few years before, um, maybe I was 17. Uh, I was kind of looking for something to um, get me ready to compete at the collegiate level in sports. And I thought it would be a good uh, segue for wrestling. It kind of seemed like full body, explosive in some ways. And um, obviously I saw the gymnastics and was kind of pulled to that, like, oh, like that would be fun. And just kind of did my foundations on ramp and did it during the summer when I would come back from school, but that was about it. Fast forward uh, to when I come home, I'm 19, I have really nothing to do. And I think in the same month, I, I took my L1, did the pro day for grid, and did my first open. So just kind of- So a lot of little interesting events happening all at once. <laughs> yeah, shot myself right in there. Um, I think the biggest part of that was was coaching for me. I coached for a long time. Um, I still do do some online coaching, but uh, getting my L1 and kind of learning that aspect of it was, uh, I really enjoyed it, just uh, the movement of it. Um, I really enjoy good movers and, and just humans that move in, in cool ways, CrossFit being one of them, but many others. Um, and then the pro day was just a, uh such a fun experience and i ended up meeting you know first time i met justin first time i met carrie uh josh and dan up in boston and it's just kind of fun to look back and see like the the first stage of all these people who would end up playing like major roles in in this journey of mine yeah awesome um now where in that like did you start actually weightlifting because i mean you don't just do your foundations and then wake up with a 300 pound snatch this is true uh, <laughs> i'm sure some people have um uh in college i had a, a my wrestling training partner uh his name was connor he had done crossfit previously and him and his uh sister had weightlifted growing up and so he kind of taught me some of the basics of weightlifting and kind of um, was a good, definitely a good person to have, never really Olympic weightlifting, to have someone who's like had, you know, snatched 225, 245 at the time, uh, him, and, and clean and jerked very well. And to have someone like that right uh, access you when you're very new, I think is, you know, a huge advantage. Um, I still wasn't technique wise, uh, any, anything near where, you know, I've developed to, but um, definitely a leg ahead in that department. And about what age was this? Uh, 17, 18. Okay. Yeah. And you're what, 23 now? 25. 25. Yeah. It's been a, Jeez, I know time has flown. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, it's um, quite the ride. Shit. Yeah, man, uh, time really does go fast. Um, so in grid, that was what, three years you were in there, right? From the time it was in. Um, I was in for two years. Anaheim? Yes. So I, th I think two years. Um, my first year was th the second year of grid. Right, right. So it was Anaheim and then into uh, Utah. Yep. Got it, got it, got it. Um, and grid was just, I mean, as a really young athlete, really new to functional fitness, we'll call it, whether it be grid, CrossFit, to be kind of, I mean, obviously I, you know, uh, earned my spot on the Boston Iron, but very, very young, very green. Um, and to be exposed to all these athletes with really high level skill sets, but in different areas, uh, games athletes, individual games athletes, coaches of games athletes, to be tossed into that environment, um, really, when you think about it, without kind of being on that level, deserving to you know be there in the CrossFit realm, but being a good enough athlete to be there in the grid realm uh, really helped me develop way quicker than I think I would have uh, with, without it. Yeah, sure. I mean, so you went from that, right? Now you're in Boston. You're, you're coaching at, at this point at so, uh, Invictus? No. I, I'm, um, so first, first year of grid, I'm still in Maryland. I, I told you I did my first open pro day and um, – took my L1, so I'm still in Maryland. Uh, first year grid, compete, you know, we do, you know, lose to you guys, obviously. <laughs> sure, I'm, I think that ring's still swinging though. That's what Josh does. <laughs> Justin doesn't like to talk about you either. But <laughs> um, the second year, I'm, I'm still in Maryland, I compete in CrossFit for the first time. So we kind of, get a uh, teams of six still uh, this is the year uh, you were on dynamics yeah so 16 was my first year going to regionals with a team we were like a, a ragtag team from Maryland two people from this gym two people from this gym but we trained together every day and we like really wanted to go to regionals and ended up making it just on the cusp um, uh, we ended up taking 10th. This was your first year of like super region. So it was top five there. Um, and then, and then we went into second year of grid, we had a really, really cool season there in Utah. As I'm sure you remember fondly. Yep. And then after that, I moved to Boston, packed up, packed my, uh, what I have 2003 Subaru Forester, no place to stay. Um, just packed it up and drove up to Boston. Uh, ended up staying with uh, Mike and Molly Abgarian for like my first month or two in Boston, an extra room. Started coaching right when I got there. And so it's, uh, what year are we in? Probably still 16. Started coaching, you know, training with Mike and Molly. And again, just like my introduction into grid was a a culture shock, so to speak, of, of fitness. Uh, same thing when I moved to Boston, you know, 
I was there on the on some of the things like the lifting and uh, the highest skill stuff. But I remember distinctly like my first week there. Me, Mike, and Molly did a Fortitude, a twenty-minute version. You know, first minute row, second minute burpees over the row. I got through like twelve minutes and was absolutely just in the garbage can. <laughs> and so I was like a big eye opener to what I would have to do to be able to compete with these guys and, you know, eventually go on to win, win regionals that year and go to the games for the first time. And being able to train with people who are so opposite in strength is, has been a, a big stepping stone for me as an athlete. Awesome, man. So take us from this point, you yeah. made your first games to now you're on the demo team. Take us through the, the little in-betweens throughout that journey. Yeah, for sure. So first year on the games, uh, you know, team of six. And then everything started getting shuffled. Uh, we finished the games that year. We start trying to move people to Boston to create, you know, we we wanted to be a really competitive team. So we were trying to get, you know, new talent in. So we had people to choose from, make, maybe make two teams. And we had it kind of planned for, you know, three guys, three girls. Then, you know, maybe middle of summer or early fall, they they switch it to teams of four. So now we've got a lot of, you know, a lot of decisions to make as far as who we want to compete, how we're going to get this formatted, who's going to train together, how we get our six-person worm to fit four people. You remember all those ragtag worms? Yeah flopping all over the place uh, yep and so that year cody and um cody mooney and nate mccabe who was on our team kelsey moved to boston um and and breezy and i were there and so essentially everyone who moved to boston and competed in that time would coach full-time or part-time at uh at Invictus boston one of our gyms we made the transition from Reebok CrossFit Back Bay to Invictus Boston at that time. Again, um, getting to train with new, you know, new talent, new people, obviously always elevates you to a new level or, or gives you some new insight on what you need to work on and, and that kind of stuff. But we ended up having a really good team that year as well. Um, win the East Regional, go to the games, do pretty well, top 10. Um, and then we were very, what's that, uh, 2018. And then 2019, the whole thing gets rolled up again. We do away with regionals. We now are in the sanctional format where to compete on a team, you know, you don't, you no longer have to be connected to your team. So introduction to super teams uh, and traveling. And this was a really, tough year for us because we were used to being together all the time with our team training every day and i think that was an advantage we always had um as far as leading into regionals in the games we were, we were just together so much and we practiced so much and so at this time kelsey and i were at the same gym we were looking for another guy and another girl to compete with first part of the season we competed with uh, Ashley Wozni, we competed with Breezy some. We were just kind of flip-flopping people to figure out who was going to be the best team for us to eventually make a push 
to try to qualify for the games. Um, super difficult that year. They only took 13 teams, 12 teams total, uh, cut down from 40. So the, the competition level just skyrocketed that year. Um, every weekend, Kelsey and I would drive down to uh, Branford, Connecticut to train with old Craig Kenny. Yeah. Uh, and again, that's someone the nation <laughs> who uh, being able to train with him and get his experience as, you know, a multiple times individual athlete and just kind of pick his brain about things, be able to be his training partner was awesome. But having to travel that much was uh, definitely something I wasn't used to. Um, but good all, you know, nonetheless. We end up competing with a few different team formats this year, a few different people here. But we end up kind of sticking to a team of uh, me, Kelsey, Craig, Kenny, and Meg Reardon. We we started out, um, I think our first competition we did together was Iceland. We ended up taking second, so we didn't get that qualifying spot, got to compete again. Ended up going to Rogue, ended up getting second again. So now we are kind of at the back half of the season. We haven't qualified yet. We know we're really good. We know we're really close. Um, and so we kind of take a last ditch effort uh, to go to Paris uh, for the French throwdown. It's a great so you guys out there. Great competition, yep. <laughs> um, and we ended up, ended up winning and qualifying for the games. And then we had a little mix up. Uh, as a team, we, we had thought that um, uh, Meg was going to go team with us. She had also qualified individually. She won the MAC, um, and she just decided to go individually, you know, to each their own. Um, but that left us in a tough spot of having to find a new female teammate very quickly. Uh, and for me, someone we hadn't trained with, which is, I knew was going to be a tough um, hurdle for us to, to get over just looking at, you know, previous games experience and how competitive it was going to be this year. We went through a few options. Uh, we had about 48 hours to make a decision. So, oh wow, yeah, we, we didn't have a lot of time. So I'm like on the plane, on the Wi-Fi, like going through people that are like, potential ideas and we ended up going with Caitlin Cassis who is absolutely awesome she's a team athlete on Invictus in San Diego um, podiumed at the games in 18 with their team and just an all-around great athlete great human and we thought she would mesh well but we had all never trained together we try to get some training time in before the games that year we get a little bit but at the games we just couldn't perform at the level we were used to as a team, as individuals, you know, we all had our strengths and weaknesses, but obviously, you know, being on a team, the, the practice aspect and the teamwork aspect is so important. And um, we just fell a little short that year, um, ended up getting cut fairly early on, which was disappointing to say the least, but um, kind of, led into the transition of me starting to try uh, try out individual for the first time. Um, so where are we? 2019. Uh, we're starting. That's, when, that's the year the uh, the open, I think, transition to the to the fall. 
Hmm. Yeah. 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 They, so many changes, you know. I know. They keep changing Open, things from year to year. Open was in maybe October this year. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Uh, one of the open workouts. Said, I'm a, I'm a, are you October? What's that? Are you an October birthday? Yeah. The 12th. Yeah. I'm the 25th. Okay. We had an open workout on my birthday. <laughs> I was like, hmm, not going out tonight. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it's like a deadlift one too. So my back was just wrecked. Yep. <laughs> um, do the open that year. Do okay. Um, but I wanted to kind of dip my toe into competing individually that year. And my first competition, not my first competition individually, but my first in quite some time, uh, two or two or three years was uh, Dubai. And I've been to Dubai the year before on a team, thought it was a really cool competition. I love, I mean, obviously just like Wadapalooza, who doesn't want to go to somewhere with beautiful weather in the middle of a Boston winter or a New York winter. Um, go to Dubai, have a great time, have no expectation of qualifying for the games there. I, I was kind of more just a feeler to see. I knew the level of competition. See what you needed to work on, right? Yeah, the, the level of competition there is always super high. Get to compete with some really good guys um, and just kind of get a feel for where I'm at. I started working with Justin at this time too. So we, we've known each other obviously for a long time at this point, but we started working together, him as my coach, and this was our first kind of project together just kind of a feeler, Dubai. End up taking eight or ninth, um, have a great time. I mean, all those guys are just absolutely phenomenal athletes. Um, and the way it was working at that time before COVID, the national champions also got an invite to the games. And just the way the leaderboard shook, uh, shook out, everyone who had placed higher than me was a national champion of sorts or had already placed top 20 in the open, so already had an invite. So it kind of trickled down to me. I, uh, I get an invite to the games, but had still planned on doing quite a few more competitions that year to get some more experience individually. I really wanted to do the MAC. I love that competition. It was my first competition, uh, like my big competition that I did. It's It was a Maryland kind of born comp. Uh, from 12 labors and was you know our first team competition that i did when i was just starting out so i really wanted to go back and get to compete there again you know get to compete in front of a home crowd um, and then the world literally caught fire uh, <laughs> australia was on fire and then uh and then COVID hit and yeah um it just even obviously to this day has really changed our world in some really dramatic ways um, in such a short period of time. And it's definitely taken some adaptation uh, from everyone. Um, end up getting my games invite um, stripped just because, you know, they had to shorten the field. And I was, I was kind of expecting it at, um, once things started to lock down um, and that sort of stuff. And so it wasn't a huge shock, disappointing nonetheless, but you know, no control over it, what you're gonna do. Um, at this time, I guess CrossFit was also under siege. So it was, it was just a, a very interesting- A lot of moving parts, a lot, lot of moving parts. Yeah. <sighs> um, 
So, you know, people weren't sure if the games was going to happen or if someone new was going to take on the responsibility of kind of like a world championship, so to speak. And there was a lot of things up in the air. Um, but I had a huge off season at this point um, and was kind of trying to figure out what was going to be the best path for me. I've been in Boston almost five years at this point. Love Boston. Great city. Um, love the people there. But uh, it's expensive to live in the Northeast. And a lot of my training partners who had kind of cycled through throughout the years had had gone. I, I didn't really have anyone to work with on a consistent basis, or I'd have to travel to be able to do so. And uh, a few months before, you know, Justin, Justin and Carrie had moved to Vegas. I've never been to Vegas before in my life at this point. So I was like, I don't know about that. It's like a crazy place. Um, but more and more athletes kind of started moving out this way as they rolled through the games that year and that kind of stuff. And so I, I took a visit out here in uh, maybe January. We're 20, 2021 at this point, I think, right fresh into 2021 took my first trip out here and I walked into the gym and we did our first workout and I was like, ah, shit, I got to move here. And there's like no other, it was just a very clear cut. Like I've been missing a huge part of what made me a, a good athlete to start with. And the environment was, was so, uh, so elevated that I, you know, there was, it was a really easy decision for me to make. Um, packed up in like a month, found an apartment, and again, packed up the car and did a little cross-country trip uh, to Vegas. Um, got out here. The Open started basically the, the week after I got here. So it was a very quick turnaround. Uh, I bombed the first workout. It was awesome. <laughs> um, those wall walks got me good. Um, yep. I think they got all the big men pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> um, but the atmosphere out here has been absolutely, you know, phenomenal. Being able to work with Justin, you know, he's a he's a hands-on coach, as as you know, mm -hmm. and being able to benefit from that, um, he's a great coach virtually as well. But being able to benefit from the hands-on style that he has is a super beneficial uh, aspect of being out here, being able to train with Carrie, Matt, Danielle, Bethany, just a great squad. I think we're gonna have some some new faces here soon too. So excited about that. Gonna have a really cool training group. Um, and where are we now? Oh, we go through the open, we go through quarterfinals, which was a cool format this year. Um, how did, how did yeah, you like it? I enjoyed it myself. Did you do the individual and the team? Portion? I did both. Yeah. Uh, individual, I was 61st. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to just see where I was at, yeah. but ended up doing the team as well. But I thought it was a great format overall. I think it's uh, great for the affiliates as well, um, just to kind of give people more of an opportunity to advance their competition past the open. So definitely liked it for a multitude of reasons. I guess we'll see probably in a few months if they'll uh, keep it. Yeah, or they maintain it. <laughs> I, I liked it as well. Um, I liked being able, 
I like the emphasis not being as much on the open. Um, in my opinion, it was never like meant to be a qualifier for the games. And I think you, as you progress through the different levels of uh, the different qualification stages, you know, the, the, the movements get different, the skill level gets different. And I think a more encompassing test to really figure out who should go to the games. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah. I definitely like that. It's not as much of an emphasis on, on the open. Yeah. I've never been like the best open athlete being all the burpees and body yeah. weight stuff that's, that's thrown in there. So yeah, it's I a welcome change. I agree. I, I like it. It was a cool format. Um, the, the setup and the videoing is tough. Uh, I think that's the only like annoying part of it, but you know, doing the best we can. Um, and then getting ready for a uh, semifinals. I actually, again, I really wanted to do the Mac this year. Um, I just love that competition. I, uh, I love the guys from 12 labors, you know, I've known them for a long time and again, a little bit of a home crowd, but, um, my sister got married this year and it happened to be on that weekend. So that would have been, it wasn't. <laughs> that would have been a tough look. Um, so we ended up doing the West coast classic, uh, really fun comp. I mean, it went about as we expected it to, um, to be honest. Uh, I had not been running. I had a knee issue right when I got to Vegas and I just hadn't been running. And we were kind of hoping for like a muscle up biathlon type workout where we get a little, uh, a little uh, something to balance out the, the running with something I'm good at. I just didn't shake out, ended up being a repeat of that. Running run. on running. <laughs> I mean, that workout is what it is. It's just long and it's hard. And um, we kind of had a game plan going in, come out hot, see if we can hang on. We went out hot. We couldn't hang on. And, you know, <laughs> it is, that's the way it shakes out sometimes. But um, felt good this year. You had, a, you had a great showing, though, you know. It was fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, I mean, I'm always out there to, to know, ha have a good time. And I love – I love being in front of people who support the athletes who, who in this case are going to be the fans and, and all the volunteers and being able to, you know, showcase all your hard work in front of people who really appreciate it and support you is always a great time. So being able to, you know, try, try to impress them, try to get them to get loud. Yeah, you know, maybe next time. <laughs> but like stuff like that. Like people are there to see humans do really fantastic things, and I want to be able to, uh, you know, provide in that in that aspect. And so, trying to trying to get the crowd going, get the people going. Um, after that, after West Coast, you know, we'd had a big year moved cross country right into the open, new training environment, and I was smashed. I I don't think I left my house for a week and a half. I just wanted to chill, um, kind of get, get everything together, get my life together, reset. And then I get an email, I'm like sitting on my, my patio out there, I'm like reading it, it's like demo team, I'm like, mm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I, but immediately I called Justin. I was like, yeah, they invited me to the demo team. And he's like, do you want to do it? I was like, I don't think so. And he was just silent for a minute. 
And I was like, yeah, but I kind of got to do it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you kind of got to do it. And, and I'm really happy I did. It ended up being, you know, just a, uh, I didn't not want to do it because I didn't think it would be fun. I was just tired, um, kind of looking forward to a little bit of a break. And I knew that I hadn't been training, so I'd have to go train to be able to make sure I didn't get absolutely pummeled by the volume that we would have to do demoing all the workouts and, and, and whatnot. And so, yes, yeah, I started getting back in the gym very slowly. Um, but the demo team, um, you've, you've had a chance to do it. It's right. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a very, very fun experience, like getting to see the backside, the back behind the scenes aspect of everything. And just like what goes on in Dave's head and, how many times you actually have to do some of the workouts to make sure it's right. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't, you kind of don't realize all of that that goes into it um, until you actually do something like that and get to see it for what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's definitely a very cool experience. Yeah. B- being getting like that behind the scenes look of all that goes into every single workout, not only the movements, but how it's going to flow through the floor like where the athlete's going to be, how's it going to look to the crowd, how's it going to look on camera, all these different aspects that when you're competing, you just you just don't think about. You're here to compete, and, and that's about the end of it. Um, but it was definitely a, a, a great experience, and what a, what a crew to do it with. Uh, you know Khan, yeah. um, James, just awesome guys. And then China, Ali, and Christine, I've known them all f- for, for quite some time. We, you know, competed against each other a few times. So to be together with a really cool group of people without the pressure, pressure. Uh, yeah. of competing at the games was uh, a really, really fun experience. Um, I wouldn't want to be in the position to do it again. You know what I mean? But uh, it, it was super fun and, and what, what a time. Yeah, it's funny. There was like some sort of interesting stat that almost everyone that has done the demo team, the next year they come back and make it to the games in some capacity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so you guys, when you first got there, it was like the war room, right? Yeah. Yep. I just remember walking in, walking down there the first time and then going into like that conference room where they have, mm-hmm. you know, all the boards and that long ass table. And Dave had us like introduce ourselves to everyone that was down there. And he's like, we're going to fuck these guys up this week. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, this is what we're doing. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's the, the volume is certainly hefty. Um, you know, doing individual workouts, teams, some of the masters ones, but I think it's the uh, going out and doing things cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, when you're there to compete, you know, you have your your food set, your rest, your recovery, but you're not on your time when you're there for the demo team. You know, we're out at, up at six thirty, like at the venue, testing a workout at eight, then demo in, and then for doing standards for the age groups and then for the adaptive and then back to test more workouts. It's hectic to say the least. Um, Mm -hmm. Like looking at your steps or whatever for the day, like calories burn, you're like, Oh God, I need to eat. Um, But definitely a great time. Um, Definitely a lot of volume. 
but a cool experience for sure. Uh, I have a question. What's up? Y'all been just like all in with it, so I just letting y'all roll. But um, Christian, you just said about people that usually are on the demo team, they make it to the games in some capacity uh, the next season. Uh, Tola, with this next season coming up, do you – you know, see yourself approaching this season any different than last? Or do you just think that, like, being settled in before the season starts is going to be that differentiating factor that helps you out? You know, because last season you were, like you said, moving um, in the midst of stuff. And, you know, what what does this season have to bring for you to, to make sure that you do qualify? That is a loaded question. Um... Take I think time. I think laying out there being settled is definitely going to be nice, you know. Not having to move cross country is definitely uh, way better than it would be last year. Um as far as training goes, I I am doing some different stuff. I have not I've been in the gym like maybe once or twice a week right now. I'm doing a lot of swimming. Like swimming like a crazy person. I'm not, I'm a decent swimmer. I swam when I was younger. Um and so just kind of trying to really build a, a deep aerobic base in swimming and running right now. Um, it's something I've never really taken the time to do. With CrossFit, it's so tough, right? You're trying to get better at everything all at once. And I, I've found that in the long run, being able to create mastery at things and then move on to something else works better for me as an athlete. Like it's, We'll take lifting, for example. Like, I I didn't touch a barbell since semis, and then you know snatched just fine, and so we don't need to worry about that. And so, really, kind of diving into that mindset of build a really deep base, swimming and running. Um, running is something I've always struggled a bit with, and so just trying to get comfortable there uh, to the point where even you know if I'm not great at it, it doesn't affect me. Um, through other events and through that kind of stuff where it's, it's something I'm used to doing. I'm like, ah, yeah, do this all the time. Um, as far as you'll, making- you'll see though, like running has so much carryover to so oh. many other things and it's, and, but it just takes a long time to build up. So yeah. yeah. Um, and I already feel it like my lungs feel great. And what, when I do get in the gym, I feel, I feel good. Um, this season, is up in the air for me right now. I do plan on making it back to the games this year in some capacity. I I miss being on a team, to be honest. I love competing on teams. Um, something about the atmosphere being, you know, uh, for me, the, the, the lows of not reaching your goal on a team aren't as low as an individual and the, the highs are way better. You get to experience this group goal that you've you know worked so hard to accomplish and, and to see it through. It's something that's really special to me and, and I something I really enjoy. And so if we can get the pieces together on Vegas this year, um, hopefully we're gonna put together a really, a really special team. Um, and if not, um, I'll continue to compete individually uh, and um, approach it with a little more um, 
direction this year as far as making sure that I don't have events that I bomb. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, watching the games this past year and just hearing you uh, talk about the swimming, I think is a great reaching point for athletes out there that are in, into uh, the pursuit of wanting to compete or go to that next level is like, you two guys are <clears throat> comparable uh, in that regard where it's like, y'all are at the top strength wise. So if you, you know, don't fear pumping the brakes on that and doing something like you're doing and swimming or really focusing on, you know, the burpee stuff like Christian mentioned, because when you go into the field, you're still going to be at the top, you know, in that weightlifting category, but taking the time to step back is really going to help. You know, I was watching the games and uh, some girls in particular, I'm like, man, when is she going to like stop on the endurance stuff so much? put on some pounds body weight wise. So she just stops getting, I'm not going to say the names, obviously I don't want to put anything out there, but like, I'm so glad you brought that up because even people in the affiliate, you know, they just want to like breathe hard, breathe hard, breathe hard. And you're like, Hey, you know, you need to maybe get on a, a strength program because mm. no matter how fast you're doing these Metcons, you're going to keep finishing dead last. And you know what I'm saying? And, and, uh, and being well-rounded. So, being well-rounded sometimes means stepping back from your huge uh, assets that you carry and trying to bring up the rear with like the ones that you keep finishing dead last in. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's like I said, CrossFit's a, a tough, um, a tough puzzle to piece together because you know you want to be getting better at everything at the same time, and so you feel this pressure to do everything at the same time. Um, but again, like the mastery of certain certain aspects of the sport, I think in the long run are, are more beneficial. Um, I mean, even just looking at the really good swimmers in the field, they all did really well throughout the weekend. And I think that says something to how important it is to um, the benefits of swimming, running, stuff like that. I mean, you have, you know, Tia is a great swimmer, Amanda is a great swimmer, Christy, Ramo, Haley, and, you know, they all end up in the top 10. Same thing on the guy side, Yona, BGK, Brent, um, Justin, obviously, all great swimmers. They all placed really well in those events. Not that it was just a swim, but they all did really well on the swim, you know, got to watch them come onto the beach. And so kind of just looking at those things that are elevating certain athletes over other athletes um, and, and kind of getting really nitpicky there and um, trying to figure out the right, you know, everyone's going to be a little bit different. I think I was a little heavy this year. I was like, competing around like 218, 220, which is heavier than I've ever been. Um, I'm down to like, I lost so much weight on the demo team, which is probably good. Uh, but I'd like to go like uh, 205 this year um, and just kind of see see you know see what happens if it if it doesn't work i mean it can always come back to next year that's the fun part always something to work on yeah man you could talk forever about just this one topic just like the body weight thing too it's the same as you focusing on swimming more it's like oh if i drop these 10 pounds maybe my lifts go down a bit but the running events and my gymnastics and all that is going to be so much easier because of losing you know a little bit of that body weight mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a few things. It's having one trust in what you're doing. 
um, but two, also the experience to actually know what it is that you need to work on and have the have, have the head down, mouth shut work mentality for. Um, so, yeah. My last thing was, um, what what drives you uh, to pack up your car, head to Boston, not really know where you're gonna stay, and yada yada, and then go to Vegas. You've never been to Vegas. Like, what is driving your passion to want to compete in this sport and just being willing to just kind of drop your life and, and move and just go for it. I am not a risk averse person. I think <laughs> that I just, I like the adventure of it. Um, I feel like there's going to be a certain time in my life where you know I have to s settle down, obviously, and that kind of stuff. And um, having the ability to be able to pack up and move cross country and start training in a new environment, meet new people, get new experience, um, and just you know live life in a different way is super valuable valuable to me as a person and um, i'm confident in you know uh recognizing opportunity and what i just uh i feel like what's the worst that's gonna happen you know what i mean like mm. leaving boston was super hard i absolutely love boston i love the people there great city um but it, it wasn't right for me for what I was trying to achieve um, outside of loving Boston. And I feel like Vegas kind of offered that next opportunity, a new door opens. Um, and you know, in, in a year or two, a new door might open and I might move somewhere else um, or I might just stay here. Um, I'm not too concerned with what my life looks like, you know, five years down the road right now. Um, because wherever it goes, I'm, I'm pretty confident and, and positive that it's going to be uh, something I'm happy with. Yeah, that sounds that. Yeah, it, it sounds like you're confident that you'll succeed, but you're even more confident that if you fail, you'll still be able to pick yourself up and just move yeah. on to the next. Yeah. And, uh, and that's a nice way to live, man. Yeah. It's a great mindset to have. Seriously. For sure. Um, all right, Christian, I'll let you wrap it up with uh, Tola here and uh, we'll start to round the bend on concluding the episode. All right, my friend, it's time for a round of Spitfire. Basically gonna ask you a few questions. Just tell me the first thing that comes to mind. All right, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. All right, would you rather move fast or lift heavy? <sighs> lift heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee or pre-workout? Coffee, but I don't really drink either that much. Gotcha. So you're just... In it off of feeling good <laughs> off life. <laughs> I mean, you got kids. I feel like once you have kids, the sleep kind of goes out the window. So True. Like, <laughs> kids. So being able to sleep is, uh, you know, I'm sure you don't know, but. 
right. Um, current favorite sneaker? It could be workout, lifestyle, whatever you want. I feel like I should be more into shoes. I'm not really into shoes. Hmm. Interesting question. I've always liked Adidas. There you go. Uh, favorite brunch food? I can talk forever about breakfast and brunch food. We're going to have to go with waffles, uh, specifically blueberry waffles, ideally with peanut butter on them. Ooh. Haven't heard that one yet. I might have to try that. <laughs> if you want, I got I got the recipe. I got you. <laughs> All right. Um, if you had to pick one exercise for the rest of your life, one lift, or one, like one, one anything, kettlebells probably. Um, give us an idea of your current playlist. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> fire at all times what's uh, on it what do you got um astronaut in the ocean has been on my radar for quite some time what else we got uh 21 savage has been bumping always uh you know some north north that's a good one you should check it out i'll send it to you it's great um Hot fire all the time. You got, a, <laughs> you got a good playlist too, so I know just preaching the choir. I can always appreciate some uh, some good tunes and good playlists. So that's all I got. That's all I got for you. Hey, what's on your playlist right now? Um, right now, it depends on what I'm doing. Um, if I'm running, I've been doing like a lot of R&B stuff lately. Um, but just to like a lot of mix of hip hop and EDM. Yeah. Um, let's see what we got. Little Martin Garrix. Yep. Some Lloyd Banks, TI. I'm waiting for this Kanye album to drop. Yeah, yeah. I'm right waiting now. for this Rihanna album to drop also. <laughs> that apparently Craziness. she's been for years. I know. Give the people what they need. <laughs> All right. Well, so listen, man, that was a lot of fun, bro. I appreciate you for coming on. Um, looking forward to seeing what you got going on for the season. Something tells me we might be seeing uh, seeing each other out there on the games floor. Something tells me. <laughs> um, thanks for having me on, guys. Great time. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate you. Later. Anytime. All right. Tola Maracino. Maracino. Maracanio. Tola Maracanio. Tola Maracanio. All right. So uh, Tommy Marquez and uh, what's the other guy's name? I'm blanking right now. Sean Woodland. Sean Woodland. We got to send them a little video like, yo, this is how you say it, all right? Don't don't mess it up this year. (laughs) (laughs) They'll get it eventually. They'll get it. Oh, yeah. You're going to make sure they get it. Oh, yeah. All right, later. Um, yeah, he's going to be – I mean, he already is a dangerous competitor, but I think that this past year is like, you know, he seems hungry, whether it's going to be team or individual. So I'm excited to see him uh, make some waves again. Absolutely. <laughs> Me too. 
myself as well. I'm sure I'll see him out there in some hey, capacity. You all start maybe uh, texting each other, a little banter, a little little friendly trash talk. You know, <laughs> push push you guys to the max. Uh, make sure all you're training. Yeah, training hard. But um, all about that's it. cool about swimming too. Like. I'm interested to see maybe we can bring him back on the show uh, after next season and kind of uh, get a recap on how he think that all played out for him. So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a big thing, um, swimming. It's great for your not only your aerobic capacity, but just being able to stay healthy as well. Like it's something that you can pretty much always do, and it's not going to put such a beating on your body as long as you're stretching sure. out those shoulders. Yeah, you got it. All right, Christian Harris, that's it, dude. All right, till next time, my friend. Always a pleasure. I'll see you when I see you. All right, everyone, Joe Roscoe here with Move Fast, Lift Heavy Podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to check out the description of this episode. You can check out our website, movefastlifttheavy.com. You can check out where you can find more on uh, Tola and uh, obviously Christian Harris, uh, founder of Move Fast Lift Heavy. Almost called him Chris Harris, not to be confused with I am Chris Harris, but Christian Harris. I don't want to get fired over here. All right, everyone. Talk to you later. See you for the next one. Bye. My name is Christian Harris. I'm a CrossFit athlete, coach, trainer, and founder of Move Fast Lift Heavy. MFLH has always been more than just apparel. It's a way to train, it's a lifestyle to live, and now we've leveled up that mantra by creating our online training platform. Move Fast Lift Heavy now provides personal online programming. The programming can be done either in a gym with a garage gym setup, or even from the comfort of your own home with a dumbbell or even at body weight. This isn't just your typical workout block. You'll have unlimited access to our coaching staff to ask questions and submit technique videos. MFLH has always been more than just an apparel line. Now you can be a part of the team. Click the link to get started. Let's get to work.